Philippine authorities deny online rumors that Al Volcano is already under alert level 5. They call on the public to stop spreading fake news about Taal. Meanwhile, evacuees may no longer be allowed to return to the Taal Volcano Island. Government eyes declaring the area a no-man's land. And the Chinese Coast Guard docks in Manila for a week-long friendly visit, bringing along relief and or relief aid for victims of Taal's eruption. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Panic gripped towns and cities near the rumbling Taal volcano here in the Philippines after news spread on social media that alert level 5 had already been raised. Alert level 5 means a hazardous eruption was in progress, but this was denied by Philippine disaster officials who are now appealing to Filipinos to stop spreading fake news about Taal's eruption. The spokesman of the National Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Council, Mark Timbal, says false information only worsens the difficulties of those affected by the calamity. We are always sending this uh, call to our citizens not to propagate these kinds of messages, not even create these messages, so as not to, uh, to aggravate the already uh, difficult situation being experienced by our evacuees. Example, for those who are getting their information on Facebook, they should go to trusted sources That's correct. or official sources in, like, the, in that case. That's correct, like NDRMC, yes, NDRMC, the Office of Civil Defense, and VVOX. They can also visit the sites of their local governments, um, but not the, the, web, uh, the Facebook pages of their neighbors or their friends or some unknown sources that the uh, government hasn't recognized. The Philippine Institute of Volcanology and Seismology, or FIVOX, also denying online rumors alert level 5 has been raised over Taal Volcano. FIVOX says Taal is still under alert level 4, which means a more explosive eruption is possible within hours or days. Right now, the volcano continues to spew lava, steam and ash. More than 200 volcanic quakes have also been recorded since Sunday. Sa nakalipas na 24 na oras, no? actually 8 a.m. to 2 a.m., kanina ay nakapagtala na tayo ng 212 volcanic earthquakes. Anim na put isa dito ang naramdaman na may intensity from 1 to 5 sa Tagaytay City. Malakas na po yung 5. At yung intense na seismic activity probably ay nagsasabi sa atin ng continuous magma intrusion sa ilalim ng Taal Volcano. And this intrusion may lead to further eruptive activity. Once Taal calms down, the Philippine government will declare the volcano island a no-man's land. Disaster officials say permanent homes will no longer be allowed to be built there. The evacuees can no longer return and will be relocated. More than 30,000 people have been evacuated since Taal erupted Sunday. The animals on the island, they didn't make it. The residents were the first ones to be evacuated and uh, the animals are the ones next in line. But uh, when the rescuers are supposed to return, uh, the, the escalation of the volcanic activity prevented, pre prevented them from doing so. And that was fast, right? The escalation. Yes, and um, we were informed during the aerial inspection that both flora and fauna in the volcanic island are dead already. Mm -hmm. So there would be no reason for our rescuers to return. 
The province of Batangas has declared a state of calamity as Taal continues to rumble. And as Jeff Kanoi shows us, areas surrounding the volcano are now virtual ghost towns after thousands fled for fear of a more dangerous eruption. They're not quite sure where they're going or even how to get there. But in the middle of roads where not much is visible because of ash deposits, one thing's clear for residents of Lemery Town in southern Luzon. They can't stay here with a continued threat of a restive Taal volcano. Teresita Kaag and her grandchildren found themselves at the municipal hall where many residents trooped in hopes of finding a ride out of Lemery. Local officials estimate that more than 8,000 residents have left through the buses and trucks that both government and the private sector provided for evacuation. But they don't quite have the total number of residents who fled. There are many more who used their own vehicles or hitched a ride along the highway. Lemery Town is considered a high-risk area because of its proximity to the volcano, which is why in less than 24 hours since Taal spewed steam and ash, the town of 90,000 people turned into a virtual ghost town. Shuttered shops, empty homes, with no return trip just yet for those who left until the threat subsides. This is the main highway here in Lemery. This is actually the only place where you'll see some sort of activity, but it's usually just uh, trucks like that one uh, filled uh, with uh, residents fleeing their homes because of uh, the ashfall as well as fear of the restive Taal volcano. Residents also fled the municipality of Laurel. Most of them had a hard time getting transportation. Some fled to higher ground for fear the volcanic quakes might trigger huge waves. Local officials lament they do not have enough supplies for all affected residents. Parang ghost town ho ngayon ang aming bayan. Kailangan po natin ay pagkain, tubig, kasi hindi nga po namin masasabi kung hanggang kailan po tatagalik. The municipality of Agoncillo buried under thick ash, making it difficult for residents to evacuate. By Monday morning, it had also turned into a virtual ghost town as remaining residents decided to leave. Many houses collapsed due to a series of tremors. The Agoncillo College was not spared. Several roads are impassable due to landslides. Hiniling ko po sa ating mga kasamaan ko pong mga mayors, yung pong mga evacuees na nandun sa kanilang lugar, ay kung pwede po yung matulungan, kailangan po nilang pagkain sa tubig. Batangas has already declared a state of calamity and there's no immediate relief in sight with disaster officials bracing for further escalation. The worst case scenario is the uh, volcano will, com will 
blow up uh, like uh, Pinatubo. Diba? If remember Pinatubo, yung, yung buong bundok nawala eh. Uh, that's what we are fearing kung biglang umangat yung buong island na yan at uh, ibuga niya lahat. Apektado yung paligid niya. Babagsakan ng mga ano yan, debris. Hopefully, hindi mangyari yun. But uh, we can never uh, predict the uh, actions of these uh, volcanoes. Jeff Canoy, EBS-CBN News, Batangas. The Chinese Coast Guard docks in Manila for a week-long friendly visit. It also carries relief supplies for Filipinos affected by the volcano's eruption. ABS-CBN's Shara Zambrano now joins us live from the Manila port. Shara, go ahead. Yes, um, Carmina, well, in the literal sense, the Philippine Coast Guard did roll out the red carpet for the arriving head of the Chinese Coast Guard who arrived with the ship that's behind me. This is China Coast Guard ship 5204. The head of the China Coast Guard was afforded honors that are usually given to ranking officers of either the Navy or Coast Guard, not just from the Philippines, but from other nations who are visiting as well. So in terms of the ceremony, it wasn't too special, but what's peculiar about this visit are the guests themselves and the experiences of the Philippines in the hands of these guests out in the West Philippine Sea. Arriving ahead of the ship was China Coast Guard Director General Major General Wang Zongkai. He was given honors and even trooped the line, part of a ceremony where he walks along a phalanx of Philippine Coast Guard personnel in salute. Afterwards, journalists were ushered out to Pier 15, and we see China Coast Guard Ship 5204 being pulled to port. Again, personnel of the Philippine Coast Guard, as the hosts, served as the welcoming committee with a band playing and troops lined up. Chinese ambassador to the Philippines, Wang Jilian, was there as well, but no one from the Chinese side gave any interviews. They did, however, give a brief ship tour, where a representative of the China Coast Guard showed the group some of the weaponry that they have on deck. The 5204 also set aside some of their provisions to donate to the victims of the Taal volcano eruption, such as rice, fuel, meals ready to eat, and N95 masks. The Chinese ambassador, China Coast Guard head, and Philippine Coast Guard Commandant Admiral Joel Garcia also posed in front of these donations, which the Philippine Coast Guard said they would send immediately to the affected areas. Now, people may ask if there is nothing special about the ceremony. What then is the issue? The issue here is that this force, the China Coast Guard, is China's frontline enforcer of the Nine Dash Line, which is China's sweeping claim of ownership over the West Philippine Sea and nearly the entire South China Sea. These are the vessels that have been widely documented to harass Filipino vessels out in the West Philippine Sea, several instances of which we have personally seen and experienced. It was the China Coast Guard that chased and blocked Philippine Navy vessels in Ayungan Shoal in 2014. They were the ones who drove away and even water cannoned Filipino fishermen out of Scarborough Shoal. And to this day, these are still the ships that continue to block the entrance to Scarborough Shoal's lagoon, preventing other boats from entering. Many have asked the Philippine 
Philippine Coast Guard that given this context and the Philippine Coast Guard's own experiences with the China Coast Guard, how can they still welcome China Coast Guard in this way? Philippine Coast Guard Commandant Admiral Garcia explains that while he does understand how many Filipinos may feel bad about this, he still believes that it will be beneficial for both Coast Guards to sit down and talk rather than give each other the cold treatment. Garcia says through the, the through this week-long engagement, they aim to develop a hotline that uh, that will hopefully prevent misunderstandings between them and harassment from happening again at sea. The PCG also wishes to establish a mechanism that will ensure the safety of fishermen at sea. When asked, Garcia said they would also try to talk to the China Coast Guard about how they were preventing, or rather about how they could prevent harassment and the driving away of fishermen from Scarborough Shoal. Now, retired Supreme Court Associate Justice Antonio Carpio condemns this goodwill visit, saying it is akin to a person already getting robbed, but still inviting the robber to dinner. Congressman Rufus Rodriguez said he is likewise considering had, having Admiral Garcia investigated for what he says is an irresponsible move. But Garcia explains that this is all covered by a memorandum of understanding that the two Coast Guards have signed as far back as 2017. Moving on, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte hoping to visit areas affected by the volcano's eruption. That's despite warnings from his doctors about the effect of ashfall on his health. The chief executive had earlier been told to wear a portable air purifier as protection from cough and colds. I want to visit uh, all the affected areas. Kaya lang sabi I've been warned by my doctor to be careful. My dynamics ako dito sa smoking sa the years of smoking. Apektado uh, yung lungs ko. On Monday, the president conducted an aerial inspection of Cavite, Laguna, Batangas, Rizal, and Quezon. He has ordered all concerned government agencies to provide aid to residents affected by the calamity. Meanwhile, a stern warning from President Duterte to traders do not hoard N95 masks. Prices have shot up from 30 pesos to 200 pesos apiece following the Al Volcano's eruption. The president says he will seek a price cap on N95 masks to prevent sellers from exploiting the situation. He adds he will task the police and the military to distribute N95 masks for free to those who cannot afford them. In the NBA, former Rookie of the Year Malcolm Brogdon made quite an impact as he returned to action by leading the Indiana Pacers against the Philadelphia 76ers. Brogdon, who missed eight of the Pacers' last nine games due to an entry and an illness, pumped in 21 points, seven rebounds, and nine assists as the Pacers held on for a 101-95 victory. T.J. Warren added 21 points for Indiana, which fell behind by 11 points in the third quarter. A 15-4 spurt allowed the Pacers to tie the game in the third, then used their defense to hold the 76ers to just one field goal in the final two minutes of play. The win allowed Indiana to leapfrog Philadelphia for fifth place in the Eastern Conference standings. 
In Japan, about 5,000 men made, made a chaotic dash through a shrine, aiming to grab the honor of being the luckiest man of the year. The annual frenzy kicked off early morning with a drumbeat signaling the opening of a giant wooden gate for the 230-meter race. The first three people to cross the finish line are named Lucky Men of the Year. Shrine officials say the tradition of locals hurrying to become the first person to offer prayers on this day started around the 17th century. The rush eventually turned into a race as people tried to outrun each other. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.